Good evening, and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show, right here on White Pride Radio and Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, February 22nd, 2024, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Criminals in Black Robes. Jack Smith wants to put Donald Trump in jail because Trump aggressively interpreted aspects of the Electoral Count Act. However, other people not connected to Trump were far more aggressive. They decided to completely ignore a constitutional requirement that had been firmly settled by the U.S. Supreme Court. Who were those lawbreakers? They were Reverend Justices of the Supreme Court of Hawaii. Will Jack Smith or Merrick Garland put those justices in jail? Will the Hawaii Bar Association suspend their licenses? Will anyone even comment on their defiance? Don't hold your breath. In Hawaii, a man named Christopher Wilson was charged with a felony for violating three gun laws but the charges were dismissed by a Hawaii circuit court in 2022. The court reasoned that the charges against Wilson violated his right to bear arms as guaranteed by the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Recently, however, the circuit court's ruling was reversed by the Hawaii Supreme Court. According to the Epoch Times, the High Court of Hawaii decided the case based on a new legal standard. Article 1, Section 17 of the Hawaii Constitution mirrors the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution. However, we read those words differently than the current United States Supreme Court. We hold that in Hawaii, there is no state constitutional right to carry a firearm in public. The court explained its defiance by citing the spirit of aloha standard. Hawaii's historical tradition of firearm regulation rule out of an individual right to keep and bear arms under the Hawaiian Constitution, the spirits of aloha clashes with a federally mandated lifestyle that lets citizens walk around with deadly weapons during a day-to-day activity. I had never heard of this spirit of aloha doctrine because I am not an educated justice or attorney. Without a doubt, however, 
Many other states will soon adopt the Hawaii Aloha Standard, and our law schools will incorporate the doctrine in their curricula, along with coursework on microaggression, DEA, DEI, transgender rights for toddlers, and climate-friendly cuisine. To me, these Hawaiian justices are no more than thugs and should be treated as such. Unfortunately, we see criminals in black robes every day, and we are to add in many of the corrupt prosecutors who choose the cases heard by the justices, we could probably fill a good-sized auditorium with them. Consider how many judges and prosecutors violate the Constitution with regard to the recusal requirements. Recusal is not just a matter of ethics, it is a constitutional requirement. According to the Cornell Law School, the Due Process Clauses of the United States Constitution requires judges to recuse themselves from cases in two situations. One, when the judge has a financial interest in the case's outcome, and two, where there is an otherwise a strong possibility that the judge's decision will be biased. In either case, it does not matter whether or not the judge is actually biased. What matters is that even if the judge is not biased, the high probability of bias still damages the integrity of the judicial system. Any party in a lawsuit may request that a judge recuse him or herself. If a judge knowingly ignores these requirements, he or she is flagrantly depriving the defender or litigant of his or her constitutional rights. To me, that makes the judge a criminal. Let's examine the recusal issue with respect to a few other judges and prosecutors. Tanya Kutchin Trump's attorney formally asked Judge Tanya Kutchkin to recuse herself in a September 2023 motion filed with the court. Judge Kutchkin has the connection with other cases suggested that President Trump should be prosecuted and imprisoned. Such statements made before this case began and without due process are inherently disqualifying. As an example, the attorney cited Chuck Conn's own words with regard to the January 6th riot. She said, There was nothing less than an attempt to violently overthrow the government, the legality, lawfully, peacefully elected government, by individuals who were mad at their, that their guy lost, its blind loyalty to one person who, by the way, remains free to this day. This case has not even gone to trial, yet Chutkin has expressed regret that Trump is not in jail. It does not take a legal scholar to understand that the judge has violated the Constitution with regard to the recusal requirement. Latita James Attorney General James ran for office with this promise. We will use every area of the law to investigate President Trump and his business transactions, and that of his family as well. She also called Trump an illegitimate president and promised that Donald Trump's days of defrauding Americans are coming to an end. We can spot a carnival barker. Mind you, James 
said all of this prior to performing a single hour of investigation. This attorney general charged Trump with manipulating his property values to defraud his lenders. Then she took the case to the courtroom of Judge Arthur F. in Oregon. Judge in Oregon, Oregon should have thrown out the case on day one, just because the stink of bias coming from Attorney General James and her associates. However, Aaron Garon is equipped with his own personal prejudices. I believe his bias starts with politics, but are now centered on saving face and protecting Aragon's ego. Angeron is an arrogant and hate-filled man who is totally lacking financial, real estate, or accounting ex experience. Nevertheless, before hearing a single witness or identifying a single victim, Angeron found Trump guilty of fraud and fined him $350 million. Now, however, those early and presumptuous decisions have led to problems. When an appeals court rules that the state's the statutes of limitations barred the prosecution of Trump with regard to several early years, Angeron should have dismissed the case. But that would have been embarrassing. So the judge found a way to partially circumvent the appeals court decision. He authorized James to support her case with the information from those post-statute years. James was happy to comply. Then, Ergeron was struck by disaster. A highly respected and qualified expert witness testified forcefully on behalf of Trump. New York University professor Eli Bartov, who has extensive accounting and financial experience, testified that the entire case was nonsense. Trump had done nothing wrong or unusual. In addition, bank officers testified that they had not been defrauded in any way. After hearing that testimony, a less biased judge would have dismissed the case. Instead, Angeron raged like a lunatic, and he attacked the expert witness. He said, Bartov is a tenured professor, but all that his testimony proves is that for a million or so dollars, some experts will say whatever you want them to say. In point of fact, Bartov was paid $877,500, which is a great amount of money. However, it was for countless hours spent analyzing many years of financial information and appraisals for numerous properties and companies. Angeron is a disgraceful little man for attacking the integrity and ethics of Bartov without a shred of evidence to support his slander. Now, Angeron is in a quandary. He can't dismiss the case entirely. That would be too embarrassing. On the other hand, he doesn't want to get smacked by an appeals court. Four justices of the Colorado Supreme Court. By a vote of four to three, Colorado's highest court voted to remove Trump from the Colorado ballot. A junior high student would have known better. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled nine to zero against the Colorado justices. To be fair and accurate, I am not sure this silly ruling had anything to do with bias, 
Perhaps it was just plain stupidity. Lewis A. Kaplan. For hundreds of years there have been lawsuits in America where one side wins and the other side loses. In the past, the loser retained his First Amendment right to express his disagreement with the ruling. It was taken for granted. That changed in the court of Judge Kaplan, who presided over the defamation lawsuit of E. Jean Carroll. A less biased judge would have thrown this case out immediately. We can only hope that the appeals process will result in a more reasonable decision. Numerous others. I am sure that we can all think of other disputable law-breaking judges. It is going to take a new Justice Department and several other changes to get these criminals out of the courtrooms. To begin the process, we must start by electing a new U.S. President. Do you like to keep up on matters that pertain to us as white people? Are you sick and tired of mainstream media newspapers blaming everything on us? Wouldn't you like to read like-minded news articles? Well, now you can. Subscribe to the Knights Party Crusader, stuffed with important happenings in America that nobody wants to talk about. Subscriptions are $35 yearly for bi-monthly editions. Call the Knights Party National Office at 870-427-3414 to subscribe to the Knights Party Crusader. Hours to call, which are Central Standard Times, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, and Saturday and Sunday, closed. Coming up soon, the annual Christian Revival Center's Faith and Freedom Conference is just around the corner. This year's theme is Be Strong and Courageous. The conference is being held the weekend of April 26th, 27th, and 28th of 2024. The Faith and Freedom Family Conference is for the whole family, moms, dads, kids, and teens. The conference will be held at the Soldiers of the Cross Bible Camp, just 15 miles from Harrison, Arkansas, and only 45 minutes from Branson, Missouri. The grounds are private and secure. 
There is limited space in the men's and women's cabins, so if you want a bunk, be sure to register early. There's also room for RVs, no hookups, and you can even pitch a tent if you like. There is no charge to attend, and the food is free. An offering will be taken up to help with costs, but if you can't afford to make an offering, don't let that stop you from attending, as you're still invited to this must-attend conference. If you can attend and would like to help with expenses to cover camp costs, that would greatly be appreciated. There is also a playground for the kids and men and women showers. You can register by calling 870-427-3414 during reg regular business hours. If you don't get an answer, keep trying as we're already busy preparing for the conference. Hours to call are as followed, and they are Central Standard Times. Watch for future details as to who will be speaking at this year's conference. Hours are Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Friday, 10 to 12 noon, Saturday and Sunday, closed. You can also call this number to find out how you could donate to this year's conference if you can't attend. We hope to see you all there. Emergency Broadcast System announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Enough of the mainstream media pushing whatever the government tells them to push. Enough being told as white people that we should be ashamed of our white skin. Enough of watching our white history being erased to appease non-white people and our white Christian nation. Listen to Behind the Hood every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday exclusively here on AltRightTV.com. The Invisible Knight brings you one news article, gives you his opinion on it, all in 15 minutes. If you want the truth, that's what you'll get on Behind the Hood. Your daily dose of truth. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for sticking around for uh, the second part of the show, which is uh, some mainstream me media news articles and uh, my opinion on them. Now, first, though, I have a, a couple of things here I want to go over. Uh, Murph, I got your message, and I apologize that uh, I haven't gotten back to you. Uh, I've been busy. I missed Tuesday evening show. I was going to mention this Tuesday evening, and uh, Tuesday I just didn't have time uh, to get a show in. So, Murph, I did get your uh, message, and God bless you for your loyal listenership. Uh, also, I want to mention another loyal listener to the show that I had just noticed I uh, was no longer on uh, VK, the social uh, media uh, website that I'm on. Uh, free dude, uh, free dude. Uh, where are you at? Uh, are you doing okay? Uh, get a hold of the show and let me know what's uh, going on. Uh, the last discussion I had with you uh, uh, was uh, some interest in uh, the night's party 
And uh, I just noticed, I don't know how long you've been off of VK, uh, but get a hold of the show here and let me know how you're doing. Uh, also, uh, area code 731. Uh, I also wasn't able to get back to you, and I apologize for that. Uh, you sent me in an article, and I've just been uh, really busy as of late, and uh, I just have I apologize too because I try to get back to everyone uh, when they send in a message. Uh, but if I don't, I, I bring it up here on the show. So, uh, 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 Murph and 731 area code, uh, I apologize for not responding. Uh, I also want to bring up some information uh, that I got. Anybody that's listened to the show for a while knows uh, every now and then I will mention a gentleman by the name of Kine and Dutton. Uh, if it wasn't for Kine and Dutton, the Rust Belt Klansman show wouldn't uh, exist. It wouldn't be here. Uh, Mr. Dutton is the owner of Straight R Media, and I used to co-host a uh, Monday evening show with Kynan called White Revolution News. And that was a, a live show, call-ins, and uh, it was a great show. I had a blast doing that show with Kynan. And... Uh, I followed Kynan from his shows from uh, even uh, years before that, uh, before I was uh, had the privilege of co-hosting with Kynan. I also had uh, a, sh- a radio show, a live radio show called uh, Clansman's Corner on Kynan's Straight R Media uh, platform. Uh, now, uh, Kynan, uh, he, uh, I can vouch for this guy. Uh, he does so much for our race. It isn't funny, and a very knowledgeable uh, guy. Uh, I remember uh, co-hosting with Kynan, and uh, it was Kynan's show. He was the host. I was just a co-host, and uh, he would break to give me uh, time to say, you know, what I thought of the articles that he had picked, and sometimes, uh, because Kynan's very busy, uh, Kynan would pick out the articles, and he was supposed to email them to me, so I knew... uh, what was going to be going on on the show you know I'd never done radio before so I like to have the articles so I could read them and then think uh, of something to say and a lot of times kind of couldn't get them uh, to me in time and uh, I would express concern you know that I don't know what's going on and uh, he used to chuckle and he'd say wing it just wing it and so, you know, uh, the show would start, and I was, you know, nervous, never, you know, done anything like this before. And the show was Monday uh, evenings from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. And uh, I just had a blast uh, doing that, even when I didn't know uh, what was going on. You know, kind of would do these articles, and then just all of a sudden, uh, what do I think about it? So, you know, I had to have an opinion. And that's kind of how uh, the Rust Belt Klansman show here. This is why I do the show the way I do. I just get the headlines. If it looks like an interesting headline, I'll grab the headline. And then I don't know what the article's going to say until I do it here on the show. Uh, because I found when uh, Kynan uh, did that to me, and I don't know, maybe he did it on purpose uh, uh, to build my uh, esteem or uh, uh, to you know just see where my head was. Uh, with things, but for whatever reason, that made the show really interesting. Uh, what also made it really interesting is uh, uh, 
uh, Kynan uh, being a national socialist and a skinhead, and uh, I was Klan. So, you know, that brought unity between uh, uh, white organizations, you know, uh, from two different spectrums. Uh, but anyhow, uh, it was a great show. And Kynan, I saw posted on VK uh, the other day that he opened a, well, I guess he's had it since November uh, of 2023, uh, a profile on X. Uh, previously Twitter, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, he's uh, and he was great great at this too, expose, exposing the Jewish influence in everything America. Uh, you know the Jews have their nose in everything, and kind uh, uh, would pick it right out. You know, I go through the article and tell you exactly uh, how it was and what was going on, and this is what he's doing on X, uh, formerly Twitter. Uh, if you're not on X, which formerly Twitter, uh, download that and set up your profile and follow uh, Kynan. You can follow Kynan Dutton at Dutton underscore Kynan 33. It's all lowercase letters, Dutton, D-U-T-T-O-N underscore Kynan, K-Y-N-A-N, 33. Uh, you want to see somebody that uh, has their head on their, their shoulders and knows exactly what's going on uh, in the game? Uh, uh, please do that. Support uh, Kynan. I just uh, I downloaded X because I, I was never on it before, but as soon as I saw Kynan was up to something uh, like this, I uh, most definitely, me and my fiance both, because we both uh, listened to Kynan shows from uh, way back way back, and we both enjoyed them, and uh, she also uh, joined uh, X, or uh, Twitter. Also, you can look up, because I advertised some nice party things, I'm starting to do that on X, and uh, you can find me on X, uh, well, you know what, let me look here, because, like I said, this is a brand new... Uh, you can find me at Paul underscore Brown 311. That's also uh, all lowercase letters. At Paul, P-A-U-L underscore Brown, B-R-O-W-N 311. Uh, so follow there too because uh, you'll get some news about shows. Uh, I have the uh, show page on uh, True Social, which is Donald Trump's version uh, of X, and it's there as well, and I just started on uh, 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 X as well, doing some advertising, so uh, follow uh, at Paul underscore Brown 311, all lowercase letters, but most definitely uh, start to follow Mr. Dutton. Uh, again, uh, you'll find uh, Mr. Dutton on X under Dutton D-U-T-T-O-N underscore K-Y-N-A-N 33. All lowercase letters. Uh, if you want to see uh, somebody that uh, is, is straight in your face, uh, kind and doesn't uh, uh, beat around the bush about anything. Uh, you know, kind and tells it like it is, whether you like it or not. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. Uh, and one of the most... Uh, uh, 
uh, most amazing, knowledgeable people uh, that I have met in this uh, movement. Uh, so uh, check check Kynan out there. Uh, okay, I'm going to start with, um, and I have to get on a different device, uh, area code 311, because I have the article that you had, and I don't have it on my uh, laptop, though. Uh, it's still on my phone, so let me get into that. Uh, let's see. Uh, give me one second here. I am looking. And just recently, my uh, my cell phone went bad. And uh, uh, some very generous uh, folks uh, bought me a new iPhone. It's an iPhone SE3. It's the smaller version. It only has a, a 4.7 inch screen. This thing is a beast uh, and affordable. Uh, Walmart has it right now for Verizon uh, for $149. It's just come out in 2022. And when it first... Uh, hit the shelves, it was $429. Now, it is the lowest uh, costing iPhone uh, that they have, uh, but this thing is a beast. I, I, I don't think I would ever go back to uh, Android, uh, but anyhow, I'm still, uh, I'm tech-tarded. So switching from Android to Apple uh, has been quite, uh, well, we'll just say quite interesting, but uh, well worth it. Let me find this article. This article is an older article uh, that Area Code 311 sent in. Let's see, this is from back in uh, June 23 of 2021. Uh, but it's interesting, and uh, I'm sure 311 hears me talk about this a lot. Uh, mud sharks. Uh, mud sharks either laying with or supporting uh, black people. And, you know, they, they should know better. Black people are like pit bulls. They will turn... Uh, on an instant. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, a pit bull could come up to you after work someday in your house and uh, wagging its little stubby tail and uh, licking you all over to the next day you come home from work and uh, the bastard's eating you. Uh, so, you know, this is just how uh, black people are. And this is a perfect example of this. This comes from Information Liberation. And this was sent in by Area Code 731. The headline is, Doctoral Candidate Who Sought to Prove Justice System Was Racist Against Blacks Stabbed to Death by a Black Male in Chicago. So here you have this uh, uh, mud shark, this uh, uh, white woman that is ashamed, uh, was ashamed uh, of being white. And, you know, that's all this is. This is all this is. And uh, here's what it got her. Here's what it got it, it, You know... Uh, my God, people, you see this all the time, and you know that you cannot trust black people. I don't care if you say you support them or what. I'll bet you, you wouldn't want to be found in a back alley with nothing but black people. So why would you uh, uh, support uh, things like this? And I'm going to go through this article quick, and I'm going to give you my opinion on why people do this. Like this, uh, uh, well, was white trash. A, uh, a race trader, uh, the worst of uh, all kinds. Race traders are actually wor worse than the uh, uh, non-whites themselves because they should know better. Uh, you know, uh, they 
violate their bodies uh, with beasts of the field and uh, you know things like that and, su- and support this totally uncivilized uneducated group of people uh, it's unbelievable so you know uh, when i see that you know uh, where a mud shark gets killed by a black guy or, or here uh, uh, this uh, uh, mud shark killed because I, I say this all the time on the show too a lot of people say and a lot of people know the uh, referral uh, to white women that like black guys as being mud sharks. Uh, you don't have to sleep with a non-white person to be a mud shark. Guys can be mud sharks. Uh, if you're a guy and after work, or you say you work in a factory and you go out with the guys and there's a black guy uh, uh, in, in the group there and you're out uh, drinking with them, you're a mud shark. It is wrong. We are not supposed to mix races, plain and simple. That doesn't just mean screwing. That means we are supposed to stay separate from these people uh, you know uh, this is where okay look at the youth today these teens running around with their pants down below their asses uh, listening to rap music this is what happens when you allow your children uh, to intermingle with non-white races and I'm just using blacks here because uh, we can see how American youth uh, I try all they can do to be black. And I also have an opinion on that, too, and also here. But let's get into this article. Uh, Annette, no, she's not a, uh, she's not a white woman anyhow. Now, this was a double win. Uh, Annette Kamichi, a 31-year-old Israel-born doctoral candidate and scholar at the University of Maryland, wrote a paper published in the Journal of Quarantine of Criminology in 2019, attempting to prove America's criminal justice system was racist against young black offenders and black drug offenders. Uh, now, listen, black drug offenders, you hear a lot of people say, well, you know, I know plenty of white people that do drugs too. When you see the pyramid, when they make a big bust and they show a pyramid of where these white people are getting their drugs from, of those people are non-white people. So, yeah, uh, you may know some junkies that are white people, but the people that they got them from, the people that got them hooked on this shit, are non-whites. So, uh, I really don't even think I'm going to get into... Uh, the article, I thought this was going to be uh, some poor, uh, uh, well, not poor white lady, because, I mean, she was supporting uh, miscegenation and so forth, but uh, anyhow, a Jew. So, you know, uh, a Jew uh, a Jew stabbed a, a, a black creature. Uh, big deal. Uh, double win. But even if she wouldn't have been a Jew, she'd have been a white, still a double win. One less race traitor. Uh, but this actually wasn't a race traitor to our race uh, because Jews most definitely are not white. They're not. Uh, but anyhow, still a great article, uh, area code 731. And I do have things uh, to say about this. Now, you know, we've all been out somewhere and you see a car... Uh, going by with the deep bass and the jungle music uh, playing, you know, the, the seat leaned way back. It looks like the driver's actually sitting in the back, one one hand draped over the steering wheel, uh, trying to look all cool, trying to look black, and it's a white kid 
or even a white grown-up. Uh, here, and this probably was true because Jews do fear black people. They know they're savages. That's why they try to uh, put it in black people's head that uh, somehow we owe them uh, reparations. This is why they uh, promote the race mixing and things like that because the Jews fear blacks. They know what they are. They know they're animals. And these kids that go down the uh, a road trying to act black or, you know, standing on the corner with a, a boom box on their shoulder and uh, their pants down below their asses. In my opinion, this is done out of fear. This straight-up fear. I think these kids fear black people. Just like this uh, token here, the uh, Jew. Feared black people. And they think that once, if they try to act black or act cool or act like they fit in, blacks will still come back and, and, and uh, kick you in the ass or bite you in the ass. It's a fact. Here, here you have uh, a Jew woman out supporting, uh, the, uh, saying that the judicial system is racist and a black stabbed her. A black stabbed her. So how much appreciation do you think that black had for this Jew? Which you know, I don't care, Jew. And, you know, it's the same with these young kids today that want to act black. It's out of fear. They fear black people so much that they try to act like them to think that they'll fit in somehow. That someday, uh, uh, should a, uh, uh, a holy racial war uh, take place in America, that they think that uh, they'll be safe because uh, they act black. Uh, sorry, it doesn't matter to them. Uh, and, you know, uh, blacks kill, there's more black-on-black -black homicides. So, you know, uh, it, you, if they like killing their own, do you think they're going to uh, say, well, no, this this uh, uh, white boy here, he was okay. Uh, uh, we kicked it in the crib, uh, rolling blunts and listening to Tupac and shit like that. He's cool. Do you actually think that's what's going to happen? Of course not. You'll be killed probably first. You'll be killed first for trying to act black. Uh, so it's fear. And I want to bring this up. Now, you know, we all see the uh, videos of these blacks <clears throat> just beating the ever-loving hell out of white people. But how many times do you ever see it one-on-one? -on -one? It's never one-on-one. -on -one. Usually when it's one-on-one, -on -one, that black gets jacked. He's knocked out in about two hits. And you know what I'm talking about. I mean, just jacked. Uh, one one good punch and, and and the black person's laid out. But just like uh, monkeys, which uh, run a pack of monkeys is called a troop. And this is what I refer uh, these blacks to the gang up on, uh, you know, one white person, you know, even women. Uh, women, a black one, a, a white, a black man won't even fight a white woman without a troop of uh, his fellow uh, animals. And this is why it's so important that you arm yourself because a safe society is an armed society. Uh, I'm not saying go out and shoot black people. I'm saying go out and be prepared to defend yourself should need be. Uh, you know, I see so many of these videos of uh, a troop of black, black people just beating the hell out of a, a white person. And I think to myself, uh, boy, I'll bet this guy wishes he was armed now. You know, if he was against guns uh, before he got his ass kicked, I'll bet he isn't now. And uh, this is just how it is in our society today. We have to protect ourselves. Uh, you don't fear black people. Listen, 
if things would kick off in America, and I'm not saying they are, I'm not saying they're not, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a crystal ball, I don't know. But if it would, you're talking 13% of our population that has the average IQ of 70. So you're talking a minute percent of retards that we would be going up against. Now listen, uh, they would be beat with brains. <clears throat> when you get one or two of them there together and they get that retard strength going, uh, you know, you might be in a little bit of trouble. But the big picture, they ain't going to win, plain and simple. So, you know, don't fear black people. Don't fear anybody. Just be, be ready to uh, defend yourself should uh, the need arise. Okay, uh, that's why, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I, I didn't read the whole article, 731, not to knock the article, uh, but it was a Jew. Uh, but, you know, that, that kind of uh, plays into the theory that Jews know exactly uh, how animalistic black people are. And this Jew, she probably feared uh, black, so you know, she figured she sided. She sided on uh, having black criminals released and uh, lenient sentences. She thought she'd be okay. Well, guess not. The pit bull bit her in the ass. So, no loss. No loss there at all. Uh, you know, I want to uh, mention this too because the commentary piece that I found. I don't write those. Uh, I'm not intelligent enough to sit there and, and write uh, these commentaries. But I find them, and, and the ones that will fit in with the show, I, I get them. That's why you'll hear me uh, mispronounce 100 words in one commentary. I didn't write it. Uh, I'm not somebody in life. I don't use uh, big words. I can talk proper English if uh, I am in public uh, you know, speaking with somebody, I can talk proper English, but that's not just, that's not me. That's not how I am. That's not how I, uh, I talk around people, my friends. It's not how I like to talk uh, on the show going through uh, the news articles. But that's uh, why. And I saw the headline to that uh, commentary this evening, Criminals in Black Robes. And I thought to myself, that's funny. We have criminals in black robes. And we have heroes in white robes. Think about that. Okay, let's see. Well, we're talking about scumbags. And I don't know what kind of a church this was, uh, but still, uh, scumbag. This comes from the New York Post. The headline to this is, Sanctuary Church puts up $15,000 bail to free migrant accused in Times Square police beatdown. Now this is old. Uh, the article here isn't uh, really old, but since the uh, beatdown uh, of those police officers, one of those uh, uh, black criminals was also rearrested, stealing from Macy's. And here you have a church. Now, if you don't think the satanic rebellion is real. If you don't think the one world churches of today aren't part of the uh, satanic rebellion, this should uh, uh, tell you something. This should show you something. This is what this church stands for. Lawlessness. Uh, Anti-white hate. You know, uh, the Israelites in the Bible, and I've said this before, uh, and I'm not a preacher, I can't get into it, but I can... Uh, uh, send you in the direction 
where I get my information because it's proven. But the Israelites in the Bible, they weren't Jews. I mean, look at the Jews today. Do you think that's God's? Do you think those people are God's chosen people? My God, they support pedophilia, pornography, race mixing. You think those are God's chosen people? Of course not. The Israelites in the Bible were white people. So here you have a dummy, dub, double whammy with this uh, church putting up 15 grand to bail out a migrant, uh, uh, an invader that beat down a police officer, uh, got out on bail for that, and then got caught again robbing Macy's. This is the type of people uh, this church um, caters to. The sole migrant who had been held behind bars for the gang attack on two NYPD cops in Times Square is now also free after an activist Brooklyn priest posted his $15,000 bail. The post has learned. Okay, so this isn't a scumbag then uh, that was released and uh, got arrested again stealing from Macy's. This one was actually still in jail where the whole damn bunch of them should have been with a hell of a lot higher bail than $15,000. This is, uh, okay, you as a white, you go beat the hell out of uh, uh, a police officer and see how much time you get. See what your bail is. I guarantee it's not going to be $15,000. And, you know, probably only had to uh, put up a 10% of that. So, uh, yeah. Yo, Henry Brito, 24, uh, who was being held at Rikers Island on the January 27th cop attack and is due to be arraigned on an assault indictment this week, walked out of jail Tuesday after Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Bay Ridge put up the money, the church pastor said. The church is basically a sanctuary, the Reverend, here we go, the, the Reverend Juan Ruiz told the Post on Wednesday, we assume that people are innocent until they are proven otherwise. The video was out. How stupid. Now, listen, you, you, people actually trust this guy to tell them the, the word of God? When 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 this dickhead couldn't even see the videos of, the, uh, of this criminal beating uh, the police officers? That, you know, that was uh, a figment of his imagination because it wasn't proven? Listen, when people are caught on camera doing something, there shouldn't even have to be a trial. You're guilty. Why should you have to have a trial uh, to be proven guilty when the, the videos and the pictures uh, prove it, prove the guilt? That's a big thing. This is why our judicial system is so jammed up, because uh, uh, guilty as sin criminals caught in the act or uh, due process. Listen, when you're caught doing something like that, your due process should be tossed out the window. Uh, you know, we have how many people on death row that have been proven? Now, listen, I'm not just saying uh, word of mouth. You know, uh, then definitely a trial, especially on a, a capital punishment trial. But when you're caught red-handed, doing something like that and even something that would get you put on a uh, death road justice should come swiftly and if it did guess what you would have less crime 
apologize. I had to get a drink. Uh, Ruiz also cited the politically charged contacts surrounding the case against Brito and the other migrants accused of ganging up on the cops, adding that there is a lot more than what is being publicized. Sanctuary gives you that kind of breathing space. You know, that would be like uh, a sanctuary place, a sanctuary church. Uh, suppose you went in and you robbed a bank and you killed a couple of tellers and you was there uh, caught on camera. Uh, would this sanctuary church say, well, uh, uh, innocent until proven guilty, let them out? Of course not. Uh, Yo Henry Brito, 24, a Venezuelan migrant, charged in an assault on cops, was bailed out of jail by Brooklyn pastor. The suspect isn't staying at the church now that he is out, according to the pastor. No, probably not. I know this is an older article, but my guess would be the dude's gone. Uh, Brito, a Venezuelan migrant, is one of seven migrants charged in the shocking caught-on-video attack on the NYPD lieutenant and a police officer in Times Square. There you go. Five on two. Five of them, your mom, well, I'm not even going through their names. Uh, this is my white Christian country, and I shouldn't have to sit and try to uh, sound out syllables for some cockroach's name. Uh, they were charged with assault on a police officer and obstructing governmental investigation and were re released without bail. Again, you as a white person, go beat on a cop and, and see if you're going to be released without bail. You know, if you don't see the big picture of white genocide in this country, you better soon pull your head out of your ass and start looking around because, uh, you know, uh, these articles that I do on the show, uh, good grief, how much, how much more do you have to see or how much more do you have to hear? And it's not like I'm sitting here uh, uh, making shit up, you know, writing my own news articles and blowing smoke up your ass. These are the news articles that are uh, published uh, uh, throughout for, that you could look up and find. You know, these aren't buried things that, uh, uh, you know, uh, there, there is no, I don't get my news articles from uh, white supremacist uh, <coughs> which I'm being sarcastic. I don't get my news from white supremacist news sources. This is out that anybody can see. Uh, anybody can read it. And you know what? When I go through these, uh, you would be surprised at the people that will argue. And you know, here it is. It's as uh, plain as the uh, nose on your face. Uh, seventh, uh, seventh suspect in the gang attack. Well, it must have been six. And now they're saying seven. Eighteen-year-old Yarwoon Madras was arrested this week and also charged. Uh, and became only the second member of the migrant mob jailed. So out of seven migrants that beat the hell out of some police officers, uh, out of seven, only two of them even did jail time. Only two of them saw a jail cell. Uh, 
This should actually scare you to know that our judicial system is letting people like this uh, out on the streets. Now, this is crazy. Uh, let's see. I hear... Uh, This, this is unbelievable, too. Not, not really coming from Joe Biden. Uh, this article comes from the Daily Caller. The headline to this one is, Biden admin sues red state over law penalizing prostitutes for knowingly spreading HIV. So, Joe has a problem with punishing prostitutes that have HIV and they spread it. Why, why would anyone have a problem with penalizing? What they ought to do is imprison any prostitute or any, any other person that has HIV and know it and spread it. Joe don't like that. He don't want them punished. Uh, unbelievable. I wonder how Joe would like it if... Uh, which maybe he does, uh, uh, the horse that he laid with. But I wonder how he would feel if his son Hunter got AIDS from some whore that knew she had AIDS. I wonder what Joe would think about that then. Well, let's get into, into this, because this, that seems almost uh, unreal to me. The Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against the state of Tennessee on Thursday, arguing the law penalizing prostitutes for spreading the human indeficiency virus is prohibited form of discrimination under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Are you serious? Listen, AIDS isn't a disability. Now, sure, there are, well, and because of this, because of what Joe wants to do, there are many people in America, unfortunately, that have AIDS that, uh, uh, you know, they didn't have sex with a monkey. Uh, you know, they didn't cause it. And, you know, um, you know, uh, maybe a guy got it. Maybe he was with a girl that was pretty promiscuous at one time and uh, maybe settled down but still failed to tell him, uh, you know, that she has AIDS and allowed him to have intercourse with her. Uh, that's not a disability. That's not a disability. What it should be is a crime for blacks bringing it here. You know, a lot of people say, no, that's not true. I believe it. I believe it. Because I do believe the AIDS, uh, it was something that a monkey had. So somebody screwed it. How did they spread it? Uh, you know, uh, if you have an animal that has some kind of a disease, uh, Okay, just for example, and I'll use this because I don't know about anywhere else in the country, but in the Rust Belt region, uh, there's been on the rise of uh, these deer that they call have wasting disease. And uh, uh, they look like little uh, uh, Ethiopian uh, people. It, you know, it, it's just skin and bone hanging uh, on these deer. And it's called wasting disease. Now, if all of a sudden humans start getting wasting disease, how do you think that come about? Especially if it's uh, something transmitted like AIDS through saliva. 
uh, unless you walked up to the deer and uh, licked its behind, you shouldn't have to worry about wasting disease. You should be able to shoot it. Uh, you, may, you wouldn't want to eat it, though. And you'd be a fool to touch it if you knew it had the wasting disease, which uh, you would tell by looking at it. But, uh, I mean, how, how, would have it, how would it get spread then to humans? Because so far it's not. I, I haven't heard of any cases of any humans getting wastings disease. So, you know, uh, there, uh, again, if wasting disease started to spread through the human population, somebody did something. Somebody had something where it didn't belong. Uh, Tennessee's law defines aggravated prostitution, which is a felony, as when an individual knowingly engages in sexual activity as a business or in an intimate... Uh, inmate in a house of prostitution or loiters in a public place for the purpose of being hired to engage in sexual activity, despite being aware that they have HIV. The DOJ argues that the law violates the ADA because prostitutes should not be charged with more severe criminal sanctions because of their disability, according to the complaint. Their disability... Listen, when your disability could kill someone else, that's not a disability. Not when you know, knowingly uh, spread that. Uh, you know, uh, if, if you bit an officer's face, that's, that's considered assault. So why would it be assault like that? Assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, that should be attempted murder. To knowingly have AIDS and uh, spread it. You know, I don't know. Uh, just what you think, you saw the worst president ever. Along comes Smokey Joe. Uh, the enforcement of the state criminal laws that treat people differently based on HIV status alone, and that's are not based on actual risks of harm, discriminate against people living with HIV, Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the DOJ Civil Rights Division, and in a press release, people living with HIV should not be subject to a different system of justice based on outdated science and misguided assumptions. This lawsuit reflects the Justice Department's commitment to ensuring that people living with HIV are not targeted because of their disability. You know, listen, uh, to call that a disability, suppose uh, cancer uh, could be spread by sexual contact. Uh, suppose you had uh, stomach cancer. And if you had sex with somebody, you would give them stomach cancer. And cancer is a disability, in my opinion. Do you think it would be right with somebody that had stomach cancer to go around uh, having sex with whoever they wanted to and give them stomach cancer? Do you think the population of America, do you think American citizens would be okay with that? Then how, how in the hell could uh, somebody have something against 
charging prostitutes that have HIV, and not even just a prostitute. You know, even uh, a homo that has AIDS and continues to have sex should be charged. But, you know, uh, you got to look at that that way there, too. <clears throat> you know, if a man has AIDS <clears throat> and he allows another uh, another man to take a trip up the Hershey Highway and he gets AIDS, then, you know, that's a win-win. That, that's probably God's judgment. That way. And, of course, no, it's not right to go uh, hire prostitutes. But because someone has, uh, say, a sex addi addiction, does that mean because they have a sex addi addiction that that's worth uh, them dying from some dirty, uh, dirty ass whore? You know, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. And, you know, it, it just makes me so sick seeing this. Uh, seeing what Joe Biden actually stands for. You know, anybody that still supports, and believe it or not, there are people that still support Joe. When they see what type of a uh, creep he is, there has to be something mentally wrong with you. You know, uh... My favorite saying is, birds of a feather flock together. But anyhow, now Joe doesn't want uh, whores that go out and spread AIDS. He doesn't want them punished. Because now, uh, all of a sudden, a whore with AIDS is a disability. Uh, you know, that that's a, um, uh, a risk you take in your trade. And if you take that risk, don't give it to somebody else. Unbelievable. Yeah, okay, here uh, this uh, this story here is great. This next one I have. Uh, let's see. Now, this article comes from the premierdaily.com which I believe is a UK-based news source. I'm not sure. Uh, the headline is, 23-year-old pedophile disemboweled after bragging of his crimes in prison. This is just how sick these uh, sexual deviants are. That uh, uh, To commit something like that in a girl and brag about it? Uh, you know, this is a case of just how our society has um, normalized this type of behavior. And I've said it a million times. Uh, here, not too long from now, my guess is that pedophilia is going to be legalized. And, you know, uh, this chat probably feels the same way. That's why he didn't mind spreading it around. He thinks this kind of shit's normal. And you know what? Why wouldn't these pedophiles think that what they do is normal? Look at these pride parades. You know, you got men dressed in dresses with their cocks hanging out reading books to little kids. And that's supposed to be okay? 
You know, that only twists a twisted mind more. Uh, it is often said that prison is too much of a light sentence for pedophiles. However, it is often within the prison that these criminals are made to suffer for their crimes. A prisoner named Mitchell Harrison, age 23, was found disemboweled in his prison cell after reportedly bragging about his crimes. For most criminals, prison is no joyride, and they often they're often sexually assaulted, raped, beaten up, and sometimes murdered by fellow inmates for the crime they have committed. This is especially true when they are bragging about those crimes. Most prisoners who get beat up, sexually assaulted, or murdered are often criminals who have been charged with sexual assault and who tend to have a bragging tendency. Mitchell Harrison was one of those unlucky souls who found his death in a prison cell after boastfully sharing the details of his pedophilia crimes. I don't call him an unlucky soul. Uh, you know, that dirtbag got exactly what he deserved. Exactly what he got deserved. Uh, and here, here, sentenced to four years in prison. Harrison was sentenced to only four years in prison for sexually assaulting and raping a 13-year-old girl, a crime he was seemingly proud of committing. He was also sent to Franklin Prison, which is notorious for housing criminals who have committed crimes against children. The prison is also famous for housing the child killer, Ian Huntley, who in 2010 had his throat slit for also sharing details of his crime. It was reported that when Harrison was questioned by other inmates as to the nature of his incarceration, he would boast about the intricates of his sexual offenses towards minors. Harrison had also been caught uh, for three different assaults. One was a sexual assault of a seven-year-old girl when he was 13 years old. The second was when he stalked and threatened to rape a 15-year-old classmate in school. And the third was the rape and assault of a 13-year-old girl after he lured her into a flat and raping her not once but twice. It was clear that Harrison was proud of his crimes as he shared with others, inmates, that he had committed more crimes and he was not co uh, committed. Uh, here. Found out as a chat when he was 13 years old, he raped a, a seven-year-old girl. This is proof of what I say you cannot rehabilitate a child molester. What was this, what was this uh, pervert even still doing on the streets? Now, this must be the UK because they mentioned... Uh, how he lured her into a flat. Uh, I do believe that is a, a UK term for an apartment. So this was probably in the UK. Uh, so for Harrison, his death came in the form of weapons made from toothbrushes and razors. Two of the other inmates at the Franklin County Prison allegedly cornered and confronted Harrison in his cell and slit his stomach open to ensure he was actually dead. They ripped out some of his internal organs to the floor, disemboweling him and leaving a sight straight out of a horror movie. According to officials at the prison, once Parr and Mann had completed the murder, they went and cleaned themselves up and ate breakfast before turning themselves into guards for their crime. Their crime up until that time 
had gone completely undetected. <coughs> you know, uh, eliminate a chat and have some breakfast. You know, uh, and like I said, I do not promote vigilante violence uh, against any uh, individual or group. There are other ways uh, of dealing with things. But this is just part of prison life. This is part of prison life that these chets need to see before they go out and commit their crimes. Uh, what should have happened here was this uh, crime scene videoed. And like when they have their little chet classes or whatever they send them to to try to rehabilitate them to, these pictures should have been shown as to what just happened to a chet in prison. Uh, finally, it was reported by officials who saw the horrific scene that the manner of the murder was extreme and somewhat ritualistic in, in its detail. Many of them said that they had never seen something so horrific. It was clear that the murder was not just killing, but a message to other prisoners to keep silent about their crimes. It was also said that Harrison just never stopped talking about the details of his crimes and that it is what ultimately led to his death. Good riddance. Did we really lose uh, somebody there? Did the UK really lose anybody? Absolutely not. Uh, let's see. I'll do one more article here. I think this is only four, but a lot to say about some of these. Okay, this one comes from the New York Post. And, you know, you'll hear me a lot of times saying about uh, how I feel uh, sometimes that things are tampered with to make people sterile, to kill people off. I think cancer was man-made. Uh, I think there is... Uh, uh, cures for cancer that just aren't being released. Big Pharma don't make no money. Uh, plus, you know, population control. This article, and you know, we talk about uh, stuff that's put into our food uh, that's bad. And you know, people think, you know, uh, they'll, they'll hear something with this uh, chemical uh, isn't good to be in food. And, you know, people were probably thinking, well, you know, uh, that'll probably just make me fat or, uh, you know, uh, you know, something simple. The headline to this is, 80% of Americans test positive for chemical found in Cheerios, Quaker Oats, that may cause infertility and delayed puberty. This was in a study. 80%, 8 out of 10 people in America are positive for this chemical. Four out of five Americans are being exposed to a little-known chemical found in popular oat-based foods, including Cheerios and Quaker Oats, that is linked to reduced fertility, altered fetal growth, and delayed puberty. The Environmental Working Group published a study in the Journal of Exposure Science and Environmental Ophthalmology on Thursday that found a staggering 80% of Americans tested positive for a harmful pesticide called chloramiquat. The highly toxic agricultural, 
uh, agricultural chemical is federally allowed to be used on oats and other grains imported to the U.S. according to the EWG. When applied to oat and grain crops, chlormaquat alters a plant's growth, preventing it from bending over and thus making it easier to harvest, per the EWG. Now, that's the excuse maybe they'll give you for putting, uh, putting this uh, fertilization or infertilization uh, into the food. That's their excuse. Oh, it makes the plants not bend over. Uh, you know, uh, it, that's funny how they put that. So uh, the plants don't bend over. But we have so many people in America that are, that are more than willing to bend over uh, for the government. Uh, it, it, it's unreal. And, you know, if somebody, if I would have said this on the show before this article, somebody would have said, uh, you're crazy. How could they put anything uh, into Cheerios that would make you infertile? Well, here you go. Uh, just as troubling, we detected the chemical in 92% of oat-based foods purchased in May 2023, including Quaker Oats and Cheerios, the nonprofit organization said in a report published alongside the group's finding. General Mills, which makes, which makes Cheerios, and PepsiCo, which makes Quaker Oats, didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. Another particularly concerning data point, after testing for the presence of chlormaquat in urine collected from 96 people between 2017 and 2023, the EWG's test found higher levels and more frequent detections of chlormaquat in the 2023 samples which suggests consumer exposure to chlormaquat could be on the rise. Yes, the use of chlormaquat is on the rise, and the black race is on the decline, or the white race, yeah, we, we wish. Uh, the uh, chlormaquat is on the rise, and the white race is in the decline. You know, uh, it, it's not hard to see, people. It's not hard to see. Well, I hate to uh, close out this Thursday evening show on such a dismal uh, article, but, you know, 80%. Kind of makes you want to go get tested. Okay, I'm going to close out this uh, Thursday evening show. I will be back here on Tuesday, uh, February 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern with a new The Rust Belt Klansman show. Uh, And, again, I apologize for... uh, Missing Tuesday show. Uh, look up the show page for the Rust Belt Klansman on True Social. Uh, go to truesocial.com, look up the Rust Belt Klansman show, and tap follow. There's where you will get all the news. Uh, I, I put that there yesterday or Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Tuesday when I saw that uh, I wasn't going to have time uh, to do the show. That way, everybody, if you have that downloaded and you're following, uh, you, you get a heads up about that. Uh, there's not very many people follow the show, which surprises me. Uh, as many people that uh, compliment the show and say they enjoy the show and are loyal listeners, uh, very few people follow. I don't know if it's because uh, a dislike of Donald Trump or uh, what it is. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to force people to download that, but that's where you get all the latest uh, updates. 
Uh, also, I mentioned I am on X now, uh, and I, I do run some nights party ads, uh, things like that on there, the show ads. Uh, now, I don't put when the show is, if it's canceled, or uh, things like that. That's on True Social. Uh, uh, but I do advertise the show and some nights party things and uh, stuff like that. So uh, look up at Paul underscore Brown 311. It's all lowercase letters, at Paul underscore Brown 311. So download X and uh, uh, look me up and uh, tap follow. Uh, I, I want to mention, uh, I missed Tuesday's show and I feel really bad about it. And what I'm doing, I'm trying to work on getting enough material, because uh, this is already Thursday, uh, getting enough material to try to do a live show this uh, Saturday. That would be Saturday the 24th uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern time. That is in the afternoon. Uh, uh, so if you need the information on how to find that, it's on Podbean. And the show is called The Underground. I can send you a link that will take you uh, straight to uh, the app that it needs to be. But first, you have to download the Podbean app, set up your profile. Now, uh, listen, it makes it look like you're setting up a profile for a show. You don't have to do a show, but you have to have that profile to listen to shows. Uh, the live show, you can call in and join me live. You can send in text messages that come up on the board that you're watching where everybody can comment. Uh, you can comment something to the show. You can uh, talk to other people uh, during the show, argue with them if you like. If you get a, 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 uh, an enemy uh, on there, you can you know argue your points with them. Uh, and it's really a good time. I would do that more often, uh, but I just don't have the time. But uh, as many... Uh, Rust Belt Clansman shows that I've been missing. Uh, I, I want to do uh, make up for it this week. So I'm going to try to uh, uh, pull off a uh, the Underground Live this Saturday, the 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so uh, contact the show and I can send you the link. Once you get your uh, Podbean uh, app done, I can send you the link. You tap on that, it'll take you to where the show is. Once you tap follow on the show, on Podbean, anytime there is a show coming on, you get an alert uh, that the show is beginning. So uh, check that out. Also, uh, the live show, because I've only, I think I've only done one or two so far. Uh, but once I get more of a listener base like I do here for the Rust Belt Klansman show, I'm going to start bringing on some guests. And one of those guests, I haven't asked him yet, but one of those guests I would like to bring on is uh, Kynan Dutton, the gentleman that I mentioned about uh, has the X phone. I'm going to give you that again, too. Uh, download X and look up um, Dutton uh, underscore Kynan. 33. That's all lowercase letters too. Dutton, D-U-T-T-O-N underscore Kynan, K-Y-N-A-N, 33. And follow uh, uh, him. You want to you get some uh, straight in your face uh, uh, news articles and thoughts and, and things that are going on. Uh, Kynan doesn't hold back. So check him out on uh, X, formerly Twitter. If you have any 
news articles, thoughts, suggestions, anything you want to get off of your chest, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at usa.com. It changed from mail.com. It is now usa.com. Still the same, all lowercase letters, heyrustbeltklansman at usa.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can uh, leave a voice message. You can send a text. And uh, to the the folks that I mentioned here on the show that sent stuff in that I didn't get back to you, uh, I apologize. Uh, Believe me, I don't try to uh, uh, ignore uh, my listeners. Uh, Like I said, I've been busy, and I mentioned on a show uh, maybe even the last show that I did, that when I fall behind, my night's party duties uh, come first. And then if there's time for a show, I am a Klansman before a radio host. Um, now, that's not saying that I don't enjoy the show. I love doing the show, but my night's party duties uh, come first. And I'm sure uh, that you can understand that. Uh Hopefully this gets straightened out here. Uh, I'll ask you guys for uh, to say some prayers or keep me in your prayers. I'm having some uh, tests done. Uh, I have to have a lung x-ray, uh, a lung capacity test. I have problems breathing. Uh, I have to have a back x-ray. My back is uh, kaput. Uh, I have to have... Uh, uh, a dermatologist uh, check uh, uh, something on my skin that my doctor thinks uh, looks pretty suspicious. That has to be checked. Uh, physical therapy. Uh, so I got a lot on my plate right now, but that's the only reason that I'm missing shows. I'm not missing shows because of my health. Uh, God forbid, not yet anyhow. Uh, you know, I'm fine so far. Uh, but it's just the uh, catching up then with the night's party stuff, and then that throws me off for the show. Uh, but keep me in your prayers, and, uh, you know, I'm doing good. I feel good. Uh, a lot of pain, but, uh, you know, uh, that that's normal. Uh, let's close out, as we always do here on uh, the Rust Belt Klansman. Uh, say a prayer here. Okay, here we go, Murph. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Great God and King of the heavens and earth, you have established the right way and set forth your good path. You alone have the sovereignty to make real what you desire to bring forth. I have been deceived that my will is attainable, and even when it seems I have gained what I desire, When it is outside of your righteous will, it vanishes and leaves me dissatisfied. You are the only one who truly deserves my allegiance, even over my own desires, hopes, and dreams. Transform these things within me and set my hope on gaining your desires, hopes, and dreams. Make me impervious to the attacks of the enemy. I submit to your will and rulership. The accusations of the enemy will not put me to shame. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Great prayer. Uh, 
I want to thank everybody again for listening to this evening's show. Uh, I will be back here uh, with the Rust Belt Klansman Show uh, next Tuesday, Tuesday, February 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and uh, uh, remember to look for the uh, live show this Saturday. I'm trying to gather uh, news articles uh, to do the Saturday show, plus I didn't have enough to, to, uh, to do the Tuesday show. Uh, they run kind of close, and uh, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of news to gather. Uh, the two shows I do, uh, Tuesday and Thursday, within two days, uh, that's 20 articles I got to grab. So when I add a third show, the live show, that's 30 articles I got to grab just for shows. And then the uh, uh, 70 articles that go up on uh, uh, Alt-Right TV for the uh, news on Alt-Right TV. So uh, I see a lot of news, that's for sure. Uh, but I'm going to try to pull off a live show this Saturday. Uh, but download uh, uh, the, the uh, show page on True Social. Go to True Social dot com start up your thing your profile look for the rust belt clansman show and tap follow there's where you're going to find out for sure because now i won't uh i won't be talking to you guys until saturday uh so keep an eye out for that uh if you don't uh, uh want true social that's fine too this saturday uh the 24th at 3 p.m eastern look for the show on Podbean. You got to download Podbean and set up your profile. And uh, like I said, it looks like you are uh, setting up a profile to do a show. That's how it is. You don't have to do the show, but you have to be signed up like that to listen to shows. So if you don't have True Social, uh, if you download to Podbean, set up your profile Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern on that app, uh, tap on the live, and that will show you where all the live shows are uh, that are happening at that particular time. And look for the underground, uh, the underground live, and tap on that, and you're listening to the show. Uh, if you're shy and you don't want to talk on the show, that's fine. Uh, when you tap listen to listen to the show, you're not automatically put on the air. Uh, so no worries there. I can't hear what you're uh, doing. Nobody else listens to the show. I can't hear what you're doing at home. You have to hit the call button and I see that you're calling in and then I can bring you onto the show. Uh, so no worries there if you're shy. Uh, you know, tune in and just listen if, if you'd like and, you know, see what it's all about. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! <laughs>